Let us do the talking, just relax and unwind. Laugh your ass off, baby, have a good time. Robin Youssef, yeah, we something sublime. Run your mouth, bitch, yo, we out of our minds. Break up, run your mouth. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Run Your Mouth podcast. We were supposed to be out on the porch, but uh, two things happened. First and foremost, Mike Harrington has a shitty porch, and I think we were we might have been saved by the rain here. Did the rain do us a favor? I mean, here's the thing, dude. It's 109 degrees outside. There's roughly 9 million mosquitoes in this neighborhood. I think it did us a favor. I think part of what's fun about the porch cast is weathering the elements. It's like my version of camping. That's why I was into it. Really? Yeah. Otherwise, he wouldn't have guessed it on the show. The you only have, reason I he was, was really, willing... I was kind of excited to do this porch cast on your porch. It's you, fun. You piss off the neighbors. Yeah. You, you trash the fact that you're on a shitty porch. You feel... It's like a whole different vibe when yeah. you're just sitting out, enjoying the outdoors, knowing you're on a porch. I'm just hurt that it's like you don't want to be on a podcast with me. You know what I mean? I've Unless been on a dozen podcasts. <laughs> he would just did a podcast in this exact room. The yeah. whole point was he was going to experience a new setting. I pretty much... Forced the MMA podcast we did, which was great. We should do more. It of was those. like it was me and you kind of being yeah. like Ralph. We should do this. Yeah, that's fair. I was super into it, and yeah. I think that's kind of like I think the, the fact that both of us were super into it is why we did it. It was fun. Yeah, we should do more of those. That was a lot of fun. Is that yeah. available on the website? It's on the bonus. You got to be a subscriber, Fist, otherwise that's it. You're never going to see it. Yeah. Yeah. Don't bother using live. promo code Fist. <laughs> so if you guys want to fight it out for what promo code you want to use to watch that. Uh, Mike Harrington doesn't get any of that money, right? So use oh, yeah. the promo code HSR, <laughs> guestdigitalnetwork.com. Mike Harrington has been canned, so you can catch him when he guests here or when he's being yelled at by Lewis on other shows. <laughs> That's Fair. basically your opportunities. Okay, so let's introduce our guest. We got Mike Harrington. Uh, you know him as, I, I don't know, what would you call your title at Gas Digital? Uh, I believe it's a fat faggot. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's definitely a uh, fat faggot. all right glad we clarified that and then of course we have from the hsr radio show writer of the uh giant anaconda detective anaconda help me out here snake dick legend of the manaconda you can go get that at carmine street comics we're making a bigger push into retail coming this fall also it's funny it's not hsr radio it's the r stands for radio yeah at hs Radio right, you know what? That's Twitter. why you're supposed to handle High your own plugs radio. on my show. <laughs> you're supposed to introduce your guests. Okay, that's fair. All right, I got to work on my uh, guest introduction skills. But welcome to the show. First thing I wanted to discuss was this past uh, weekend on Sunday, I crashed my bike pretty good. And what was interesting to me about that is I do some reckless drunk and stoned and even i've done some mushroom bike rides long distances did the helmet help you this helmet saved my life we're gonna get to that in a second dude that helmet i went helmet first into the pavement if i was not wearing that helmet i would be dead no question dead i don't know dead but i would have been in the hospital i'm telling you this was helmet first into pavement like i got lucky at the angle i hit it that the helmet kind of like skidded against sidewalk like the top of the helmet and that was the the brunt of the fall was kind of like taken from that which was pretty lucky because i drunkenly crashed a vespa once what is it that's a scooter right yeah i drunkenly crashed a scooter going very fast can i just say that being on a scooter is so gay, but drunkenly crashing it is super cool. <laughs> <laughs> it was six, it was six thirty in the morning too. That makes it even cooler because that means you were on some blow also. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I have to be real drunk to be seen on a Vespa. <laughs> like, no, I get a fat chick. I just bought. I just was it even it your Vespa? Or you're it just was like, mine. It was totally mine. Because uh, you your Vespa. So when I got, I like in Barcelona. I was in Barcelona. I was with uh, my God, friend. The story keeps getting better. My friend Natalie. 
We rented Vespas to get around, and uh, we were hanging out, and I was just like, damn, this is really fun. I really just wish I had these, because, you know, I was just swept up in the, all that Vespa in, vibe, in, in the, in the, the, Spain, in the living. Spain Vespa vibe, and then I got back, and she just sent me, she was like, oh, my buddy's selling his Vespa, you want to buy it? And I was like, shit, whatever, I got dough, and then uh, I had a Vespa the next day, like... So oh, you bought many, it off I the other still, person? Yeah, I bought it off a friend of her. Like, we got back, and she literally was like, oh, apparently my friend... I literally was like, I think I'm going to buy one of these. It's it's super easy to ride. I didn't have any sort of license at the time. And I was like... like I, would you need a Spain license, or you didn't have a license I even? I literally just convinced them to rent me one. I was like, <laughs> it, no, it's fine. And they rented me one for the day. I'm an American. Don't worry. Yeah, and I ju- and they just somehow did it. And I was like, I gave, I gave them my passport. I was like, my license is in the hotel. Don't worry. I absolutely have one. Right. It's fine. I have an American license. It only went 50 cc's, that one. I got one that went... I used to bring it on the BQE and get up to like 75. You got up to 75 on a 50 what? cc Vespa? No, it was Wait, like you a, brought that the, was 100. You brought oh, okay. the Vespa back from Spain? No, no, no. I just like, was like, I think I'm going to buy one. And I got back. <laughs> oh, yeah. You are not paying attention like, to the story like, at all. Literally, like, I went to sleep yeah. that night when we got back. And the next day... My friend that I was with was just like, my friend is selling one of these. You still want one? And I was still kind of like, I still had like fucking Imberico ham in the fridge. You know what I mean? Like, I was like, yeah, let's do it. Fuck it. I know everybody's going to call me gay, but I'm just going to. You just got you're... visions of the Canary Islands yeah. in your head. Yeah, like... it's just whatever. I mean, I'm still in, I'm still on vacation. Even though I was oh, in you had house. that vacation high of like, yeah. hey, no, this doesn't count. Did I you get white fridge... linen pants Keep too? Talking. I want to check and make sure. I had a recording. fridge full of like, cold cuts and foie gras and like oh. olive oils that would cost in this country like a thousand dollars that I spent maybe two hundred dollars on okay. so it was still kind of like yeah it's great I just I'm a citizen of the world yeah Chris that from was my, that was Spain my, my first time abroad too okay and I like I said I didn't have a I didn't have a driver's license or anything and but I was like I was like well, you know what you because you can register a car with a learner's permit mm-hmm. um like it, 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 but it's like I probably shouldn't be driving a car around. I drink too much. But it's like this thing. I'm really, who am I hurting about besides me? <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> That's the way I feel on my bike too. It's yeah. like yeah. Um, and I only hurt myself. I'll tell you the story. I think I've told it on High Society before. So when I was after that, I started. I, I was a chef at night. I was working six days a week, and I just neglected the brakes on this Vespa that I used to get from back and forth from Brooklyn to Queens on the BQE. And it wasn't even a Vespa. It was a bootleg Taiwanese Vespa called a Buddy. <laughs> if I'm being completely honest. I, I Honestly, I wasn't balling hard enough to get a Vespa. You when rode I was your in. Buddy to work? Yeah, I rode my Buddy to work. How much drugs did you run on a Vespa? That's a great drug running thing. I mean, whatever what? I needed to do. <laughs> that is a horrible drug running what? thing. I feel like no, what no. kind of a cop I didn't have a the... license and never once got pulled over. Yeah, And really? I was drunk all the time. You say, I have to assume anybody on a Vespa has already this. lost their license to drinking and driving. <laughs> hold on, hold on. That's why they own a Vespa. How many pe- how many times have you seen a motorcycle pulled over in your life? Motorcycle never. How many times have you seen a Vespa pulled over? You mean the cops once? You mean the cops just don't want to bother with bikes and it's not on the radar. I've never seen I never got pulled over in 2 years driving around on that thing. Like on the highway going like in 70s on that tiny fucking thing. N- nothing see, kids, ever happened. This is the stuff Blowing you only lights. learn on my show. If you're <laughs> yeah. starting a drug business, buy yourself a nice Vespa, dress like a hipster douche, and they'll never expect it I wasn't from you. dressed like a hipster douche. I was more dressed like a Mexican delivery guy. Okay. okay. That's, a, that's a good disguise, too. Yeah, great disguise. Yeah. But there's nothing Mexican vibey about you. I mean, I had a full face helmet on. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah, I guess I, how they can try tell. to protect the money maker. Yeah, but Come you're on. not like tiny bodied, you know. Yeah, that's true. I mean, here's the thing. I think if you, I think if you should have been just... a West Coast Mexican, <laughs> if it was just the stash, mm-hmm. like you have, a, you have kind of a Mexican mustache. If it was just the uh, stash, yeah. I think you could pull that off. You know what? Here's this is a funny thing about me. Uh, black people often think I'm Hispanic. Okay. Like, but specifically, no other like race gets you mixed up with another. No. It's it's black people are convinced that you're Hispanic. Like not con- like not like convinced, but often black people will be like, "You're not Puerto Rican." If I saw you working in a kitchen, yeah. I could confuse you for Hispanic. Yeah. Well, it's sure. like not only that. Like we were at uh, we went to that bar down the street after UFC the other night. And, like, oh yeah, how many people walked up and just showed you their ID? Oh yeah, I was just standing outside and just a big guy in a black shirt and you're ethnic enough that you pass for a bouncer. If you're standing by the door of a bar, though... I was a bouncer. Okay. You got bouncery vibe. All right. Kind of, yeah. So anyways, in terms of my bike crash, so Mm -hmm. I almost think that the laws against drunk driving are dangerous and that when you're then sober, it makes you cocky. Because you're like, oh, like, I'm right-minded right okay. now. In other words, like, I so am unaffected, like, by booze in terms of from a driving standpoint. But if you drive drunk enough in general, yeah. you start getting cocky. Like, everybody's that way, right? When you, like, all right, so when you first start driving. I mean, driving, at first you're, like, extra careful because you, you realize, hey, I'm drunk. I better be no, careful. No, but when you first start driving, you're just like, I'm not going to drive drunk. You get good at driving. Right. And then um, you start driving drunk. And you're like, I'm going to be super... Because then you get cocky driving. And then you're going to be like, oh... I'm drunk. I better be careful. Yeah. You get cocky but then you just eventually get drive. cocky. Yeah, then you just get cocky driving drunk because it's... Because it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's the same as regular driving. You get so used to it. It's you're the same like, as I got drugs. This. It's like, you know when they told you that like as soon as you start doing drugs, your life was going to be in the toilet? And then it wasn't. And then, and then it wasn't. And then you were just like, well, now I guess I'm going to fucking uh, smoke crack. Right, Mike? I mean, yeah, that's usually the progression. Okay. Have you smoked crack? I have not smoked crack. Oh, okay, I oh, believe just, it. Just me. Have you done crack? I, yeah, one time. Yeah, I don't even know where you get it, your hands. I'm not like anti-crack. My buddy who crack. was a heroin addict got it for me. Okay, yeah. that's the right guy to go yeah. to. I don't know any heroin addicts in my life. You need to. You need to know. You need her. one just to yeah. like. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so. But you know what I mean, like. But that's what it is. I I think that like leads to drug pro- progression, and there's like yeah. everybody I know who drives all the time. I just started driving a car on the reg. Like, but like anybody who drives is just like, I'll they'll drive drunk once out of necessity, and they're like, well, it's fine that time. Yeah, I'll do it again. And then it's just like now it's just like, you really, you really, I can't drive home. You know how many times I fucking done this? Yeah, it's all about that one time, really. Oh, dude, it's like text when you get too cocky. Yeah, yeah, that was that was me, dude. Like I I quit drinking because a steering wheel would just show up in my hand. Like next thing, I'm not even kidding, dude. I've woken up in Virginia. I've like, woken up in Massachusetts. He clicked the right trigger, and it was like, "Oh, I'm driving now." Dude, I, I mean, swear. you were a blackout drunk driver I, that you would just wake up in another state, like not again. In the backseat of my car in Fairfax, Virginia, like the only person I know in this zip code is my boy Zach. Like, yo, did we kick it last night? He's like, yo, I'm not talking after what you did last night. Like, why? Oh, you started up here. Yeah. And you ended up in Fairfax County, I woke County, up Virginia. in the backseat of my car like at like... days later? No, it was like 9 a.m. the next day. I started drinking at like 7 the night before. Wow. It's like 9 a.m. I woke up in the backseat of my car in Fairfax, Virginia. Like... It's a five-hour drive, no? Uh, like four well, and a half. But know, I mean... Don't do the math on him. Here's the thing. When I drive, I would do... This was like... I would do this no, all the time. I buy it. I, I buy you showing up thinking it was a funny idea. To drunk, just go to Virginia? And then maybe hitting on his girl. I'm gonna I'm gonna guess you tried to hit on a girl that he was trying to fuck. Never talked about it. Ever I have again? No clue. No. You guys are still friends. 
Oh, you literally don't talk since see, whatever what, you happened. see each other at weddings or something? No, no, no. Like he was, he was my boy from high school. So Wait, it's like, never, you, know, even, you never got the facts of what happened never, in that particular. Nope. Was that the Dang. thing that you said? Okay, I can't drink anymore. No, <laughs> no. What it, uh, I mean, there was a number of things. One of them was, uh, you know, exactly that. Like that's what I was getting to with the drunk driving thing. I was crossing state lines in a blackout, like right. no problem. Yeah, that's not cool. So it became one of those things where it's like literally, I would just always, I always be the guy driving. Like I was the designated driver, and by that I mean like I'm gonna drink. You're my gonna drink and drive, right? And you were uh, the guy risking your freedom to get people to parties every single time. Okay, like I was that asshole. Um, and you know, it was like one of those things where I got home. And I'm chilling, like I'm literally in front of my house. Uh, my friends told me I drove to a park, like drove like through trees, was just like bobbing and weaving on the grass. Hold on, hold on. they were mad at you for this. Uh, these people were, yes. Fuck they, bitch, <laughs> ass. Well, it sounds to me, friends, you got. If you did that shit with me in the car, and I'm like in the passenger seat. I'm like, oh shit, this is awesome. Like, <laughs> no, I was solo. I had the. Well, it sounds uh, like there was open I'll tell road, you a story. and he just decided, fuck it, I'm going to take the car into I, the, like, the forest. I was walking to my <laughs> house in Sheepshead Bay once. This is a long ass time ago, and I'm walking down. It's snowing outside. I'm walking down East 29th Street, and I just see somebody who I could clearly tell had intentionally, uh, had intentionally uh, fishtailed into a snowbank, and I was like. I bet I know whoever the fuck is in this fucking car right now. <laughs> and it, sure enough, it was my buddy Christian and my buddy Scott, and they get out and they go, Yo, Chris! We're high as fuck on acid right now. You want to get in the car? And I was like, yes, I do. This is going to be great. And I got in and threw my seatbelt on, and we had a fucking fantastic night. I just started doing drugs with those guys. I was like, yeah, this is fucking great. I definitely am getting in this car. Like, That's why, who doesn't get in that car? You know, I didn't do, I've never done like a lot of highway drunk driving. What I used to do was, I, I mean, I used to come into the city every night, just get hammered doing comedy. I'd fall asleep for an hour on the train, get back to Stanford and get in my car, drive from the train station. I was never, like, drunk, but I was never sober. And I did that every night for two years. But that's what I'm saying is, like, for a lot of people, that's what I'm saying is, I think it's the escalation of that. Like, a lot of people are like, I'm never going to drive drunk. And then, and then like, they just yeah. have to one night. Yeah. I remember the first time my buddy, because, my buddy drove yeah. drunk because his, him and his girl got into a fight. And then her and her friend read a thing. And we were just getting drunk because he was sad. And then oh, she called him and was just dude. like, this is dicey. And we had to go over there. And it wasn't like that dicey. It was just like she was upset. Yeah. And she just got herself into a situation she shouldn't have when they were in a fight. You know what I mean? So we had to go over there. But he had to drive drunk from like Midwood, Brooklyn it to was Manhattan. Too far for, oh. yeah. To like, we, had, we went up to Columbia to get them. Like it was like. Can I tell you something Wait, the insane, country? by the way? No, the, si the fucking <laughs> shitty college. I am less... we could beat up all the... Like, we could beat up that whole college. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like... For yeah. my... I'm Dude. less nervous... Because when I drive drunk, I have no fear of a crash. I do have a fear of, like, police and getting in trouble for it. Because that shit will wreck your life. I'm less concerned about getting busted in the city, which is probably more dangerous than the suburbs. Because, like, the suburbs, you can get poured, pulled over, like, more randomly... You know what I mean? Just like, yeah, be, like just being out in your car late at night kind of thing, like, mm -hmm. kind of shit. Dude, can I tell you? In New yeah. York, I feel like there's certain things like you have to really like, because they can always just pull over any kid that looks young and fucking flex on them and get a drug arrest. Right. If if you just look tired and they pull you over and you're not drunk, then they're just like, well, this was a waste of 20 minutes. Can I tell you, here's the luckiest incident I ever had with a cop. It was a Sunday and I had to go to, to work on, at this job on a Sunday. And it wasn't because like I had to do work on a Sunday. It was my 
my boss was out all week, so I just didn't do any of the shit I had to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I had this concept, no sober Sundays, especially if I had to go into work. And I was... I was, a true Jewish boy. Yeah. <laughs> I was drunk. I was stoned. I was on... I took a painkiller. I took an Adderall. I did not want to go into this job on that Sunday. And I'm driving to work, and I also have, um, like, a, I got, like, a Percocet in my pocket, and I blow through a stop sign, lights come on, I get pulled over, and just in my head, I just accept it. I'm like, all right, I'm going to jail now. Like, that's it. Like, I, I, I'm fucked up. I have this shit in my pocket. Like, I just accepted, okay, yeah. we're going to jail. Oof. I roll down the window, and the cop just goes, hey, you uh, kind of rolled through that stop sign back there. And I'm like, yeah, man, I'm really sorry. He goes, yeah, I'm just out here. I know it's Sunday. I didn't really want to bother you or pull you over. Just the neighbors have been complaining. So, like, next time, just don't do that. Really? <laughs> I swear. I was like, will never happen again, officer. You <laughs> have yourself dumpily. a jolly Sunday. <laughs> hey, you want to go out to brunch after this? <laughs> all right. So, back to me crashing my bike. All right. Yeah, we, we went all over the place. So, uh, by the way, shout out to ProTech Helmets. Go buy them. They're like 20 bucks. That thing saved my life. I'm telling you. Uh, by the way, this is how bad I hit my head into the cement. When I got off my bike, I took the helmet and I just threw it in the garbage. I was like, that's it the... It was cracked? It, it, I don't think it cracked, but like I just knew there was no way. You're not getting a second usage out of that. <laughs> okay. So you're, you're shouting out a company that is a one-use helmet? Well, no, 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 I that's, think the, the, no best that's the truth. Are, the best bicycle helmets are one-use helmets. No, really? if you really yeah. smash a helmet... No, a bicycle it's like helmet, an airbag almost. They they tell it says on the box of even the highest end helmets. Yeah, this is a one use. Like if you get a if you have a bad fall, that's it. Maybe you hit like if you just if you roll over or whatever, it's fine. But if you go like what he's talking, you lawn darted onto your fucking head. Yes, yeah, Jesus. You, How's you, your neck feeling? I, I probably not great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we so anyways. But by the way, this is funny also. So I my bike we I crushed the front tire like it turned into like an s shape so i I couldn't ride it anymore yeah i was going to meet some friends so i basically i locked it up i was like i I was i was in a rush to meet friends i was running late i was like i'm gonna go meet them my friend has a car we'll put my bike in the car i'll get a new tire it'll all be solved we came back to my bike an hour later and i had never chained it up (laughs) like it was just unlocked nobody just steal your beat up fucking crashed up shitty bike (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, I have a nice you, bike. Everybody saw it on the ground, assumed a homeless person stole the chain for scrap metal. <laughs> no, I have a nice bike. You could, my frame's worth money. Yeah, no I, question. That's the Jew in you, just thinking about that. What, that any, my frame is... Yeah, like any Dude, normal I person I've had a sh- I had a shitty bike in Astoria, and someone stole the tires off it overnight. And not only did they steal the tires overnight, I had like a anti-lock mechanism on them. And it wasn't even overnight. I got in at 3 in the morning, and then I was back well, outside see, at See, that's nine. your problem. An anti-lock mechanism right? is unlocked. Oh, it's a, tr- it's a track. <laughs> just, they just <laughs> slipped them right off. Anti-lock mechanism. <laughs> You're an asshole. You mean no. I said it the wrong way? Or yes, he's just yes. as a putty? <laughs> no, no, you did say it wrong 100 oh, okay. anti-lock yeah that's, right uh, an anti-theft mechanism no Thank but you. seriously i think anything that has that on there means right. it's like oh this must be where i don't know shit you about mean it becomes bikes. attractive yeah now I that see, was a shitty, if i see a yeah. really nice bike that like i mean it could be like a great road bike but it's got a fucked up front tire i'm like oh exactly that this was probably left here by some fucking delinquent i could see a huffy bike out there with nine locks on it i'm like think this must money. be worth something right no i get that it's just saying i should never lock up my bike people think it's useless i like it you yeah. gotta really know about bikes to know what to steal because like even like even if you get like a Cannondale like the 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 built kits right like so the the frame is worth money but like it's not the worth as much components can be I, worth so yeah, much I, I had a buddy who had just a specialized 
but his front wheel was worth like nine hundred dollars. Yeah, you he can just, buy really nice wheels. Yeah, it's just like he had like he was like yo, when I ride this, the wheel propels me forward if it's windy. Like it was like That's one. It was, it was all carbon fiber. Yo, like a man. I can ride wheel. this thing for miles and get no exercise done. <laughs> well, he raced. You know what I mean. Like uh, yeah, he would yeah. just throw that wheel on all of his bikes. So, it was a front wheel. Does he get real efficient? So this accident, it was one hundred percent my fault. I was riding the wrong way on a one-way street. Oh, that's always the stupidest fucking thing. Well, here's what happened. I turned... That's the move, yeah. of, the, that's the move of the Mexican delivery boy. Yes, 100%. I did that earlier today. I felt like an asshole. And, and, also, and also, the uh, sweaty black man in two baggy long pants on a small BMX bike in the hood. It, I swear to God, like you ride through Flatbush, and like you'll be riding, and there'll be just some... like. Like a fucking forty-seven-year-old <laughs> black guy with like crust in his lips, right. in all black, black cargo pants, except his off-brand like, looking like looking like Homer Simpson on the Krusty the Clown bike, <laughs> with his knees out on a BMX going the wrong way, and you're just like, motherfucker, we're both gonna die. It's your fault. <laughs> and yeah, I, I've I've definitely seen that. So I'm I'm going the wrong way on a one way. Now I never my, my philosophy on that is if it's like a block or two, fuck it. But like I would never do that for a couple miles. Like okay. I've seen people just do it for a couple miles. Yeah. I just turned too early and found out, oh, this is a one way street. Yeah. But then the traffic flow is heavy enough. I'm like, okay, this is bad. I went on the sidewalk for exactly one block, and then there were no cars. Like I guess the way the streets are timed, red light street is totally empty. So I go to turn back into traffic right in my blind spot because there was a car there was this Mexican guy just fucking zipping down. I think he might have even been on like an electric bike just fucking zipping down and he just head on collision. We both went over our rims, smashed up my bike. And like I said, luckily with that helmet, like that took the brunt of it. He was wearing one of those propeller hats and he just <laughs> got to his delivery faster. Now, I think, I think they just have lived a harsher life so they can handle a good cement like crashing, you know? Right. It's why the Irish versus Mexicans are the best boxing matches. It's just tough you people. You can't tip them over. If you threw an Albanian in there for a triple threat match, it'd be like... <laughs> well, what about... What about it'd be uh, like a perpetual motion machine. <laughs> but this is my question. You're a workout guy. So after that incident, I found the... Things that I hit into the ground were very sore. Like my try, everything that hit, like some things got bruised up, okay. but some muscles were just sore because they took a hit. Can you not work out and just have someone like hit you with like, like just punch you and like you'd build muscles? Yes. Do, does it work I mean, that way? Probably. Probably not the best way to go. I, I feel mean, like it's almost more well, fun and uh, I like read this less textbook injury. where Superman got beat to death <laughs> <laughs> and then he came back stronger. <laughs> And I think that's a textbook, right? <laughs> was so, that was that required reading or no, yeah, was, yeah, yeah, it was summer reading or something. Okay. And, uh, I almost think look at it like I've I've had every injury from trying to lift, and so much of that is that you're not lifting the right way, muscles, the joint movement. But if someone's just punching you in your try, I mean, you can't get injured. But does that build well, but, muscle? Can you get shredded by just having some guy kick the shit out of you every day? The, uh, I mean, you've seen everybody's seen dodgeball like that. I like you know the guy who does like the sit up and then gets like pounded on the stomach. Yeah. Well, that like, you've seen in like your boxing yeah. movies of Boxers like taking will do that all the time. Yeah. They'll put their hands behind their back and just absorb body blows because right. that's exactly but what think, it does. But does that a, build muscle like no, legit or? I I mean, the, to can build you muscle, shredded? you need to tear muscle fibers so can and you then get, have them rebuild itself. Can you so. get a six-pack from, like, let's say every three days, because you got to give your body a chance to recover, someone just, like, you know, giving you good body shots? 
Like, I, I mean, Robbie, like, I just want to say yes so that every day me and <laughs> Harry can come in here and just thrash you with like a cane, <laughs> like that kid who sh- chewed gum in Singapore in '97. <laughs> I'm game for this experiment. Like, we can get a before and after picture, maybe start a new workout regimen called Beat with Sticks. I don't know. <laughs> and you're just going to... I'll be honest. If, yeah. it, if it works and we documented it, you could probably get that on Beachbody. On fucking, demand? Yeah. Like the like Beachbody on demand extreme version? <laughs> Double insanity. <laughs> Double insanity. Actual insanity. Right. <laughs> the way to get shredded without having to lift a single weight. <laughs> you literally don't have to move. Someone else will do all the work for you. Yeah, I mean... You know, it's just a huge market for domestic abusers. These guys are felons. They can't get jobs. Now they come to your home, beat you up. They do what they love and they get paid. All right. So you think that this has some marketability. That's all I wanted to know. I'm I'm really glad for those guys that really found their passion. (laughs) (laughs) It's late in life, but whatever. You know, follow your dreams, man. Yeah. All right, let's get into all the important news stories for this week. <laughs> That's what everyone who comes to Run Your Mouth knows and loves. I made a grand discovery this week that if you have a busy work week and you usually cover the news and you have absolutely nothing going into your episode, if you Google penis news, you'll come up with enough stories to fill a month's <laughs> worth of content. Because people are out there and they're doing extraordinary th- things with their wieners to fill unbelievable stories. So before I, like I get into... Yeah. Wieners. What? And I, I like that he threw a filled right in after it. <laughs> I'm just saying it's time that we recognize some of the courageous things people are doing with their cocks. But before I get into some of the news stories that I found... Have you guys done anything exciting with your wieners that you would like to report to our listeners? Mm. I Winnie the Pooh in Fidance last night. Yeah. That was uh, all right. You got someone p- p- putting fingers up your ass and yeah, that's apartment. not really penis news, so I don't have to cover that. But, but you was out and you yeah. shook it at Ian Fidance. Yeah, that was fun. Did he get to rub your wiener on anything like at Ralph's apartment? Like, did he get it on his sheets? Oh and stuff? yeah, it was all over his bedspread. I put his pillow between my legs. He doesn't know that yet. <laughs> um, other than that, well, well don't worry. I don't think yeah. he listens to he's this. He's totally not going to find out. I mean, <laughs> no one send Ralph Sutton this episode. Whatever you do, I want him to keep sleeping on my balls every night. Okay, so he's done something fun with his penis. He rubbed it on Ralph's pillow sheets. I mean, like, I fucked my girlfriend okay. this morning. Was, That's pretty good. Yeah. Was, I mean, you guys have been together for a long time to still be doing morning sex. That's awesome. I mean, I'm I'm a morning sex dude. Are you really? I Yeah, it's the best. I You know what I like to do is, like, she'll have to get up for work, and I, like, pretend I'm still sleeping. And, and then, then right she, when she gets dressed, well, No, like, just, yeah, when she's getting dressed and, like, showered, it just really, yeah, fuck, it just does it for me. Yeah, okay. Like, yeah, every time. Every time. And all I got to do is sleep longer. It's, it's what I want to do is a lazy piece of <laughs> So you bang, she goes to work, you go back to bed? Oh, yeah, totally. Oh, God, that, uh, that one's fucking life. And that one's... Sometimes I order Chinese food and just go back to sleep no. until it shows up. You'll have Chinese food in the morning after having... I have Chinese food. I think Chinese food should be eaten in the morning more often. That's I crazy talk and like, to me. No, morning he's right. is Here's the thing for me. If I had yeah. if I had sex in the morning and then followed up with Chinese food, that's a full day. I'm not leaving the house. Like, that's it. You've done it. Like, what else is there left to do with your day? You ate Chinese this food podcast. and you fucked. Literally this podcast. <laughs> well, then I am sorry that you came in for this. Like, no, I'm having a great time. That's a, that's a stay at home. I and, do things. Yeah. I do I do my days backwards. Okay. You mean like this This, this should be morning radio. Yeah. It's and like, that you know, should back be the, the day, way. So you should eat your big meal in the morning. And yeah. Just, I'm doing my life that way. Okay. I, I get I it. I fuck my chick in the morning. And then I eat some food that I probably shouldn't eat, and then I come do work stuff. I just gotta, if I ate Chinese food, I'm not leaving the house because I'm having diarrhea. 
Well, dude, like I did this the other day. Like I went to Wohop with racist. a chick. We got a what? ton of food. Racist, by the way. Racist no, he's against... just got a bitch stomach. I do. Like, have what a do bitch you like? Stomach. Literally, he's ate nothing but gefilte fish and lox for twenty-seven <laughs> years of his life. Like, give the kid a break. Um, I would think that would build you up. No, 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 no. Because no. you're just you're some just used Jew... to bad Jew food. Some of the Jew food is heavy, though. Like yeah. when I go home and I eat like Jew food, some of that like chulin is heavy. Yeah, but is there is a that? single spice in any Jew food? Mm, you mean what spices are Jews cooking with? That's a good question. Dill? That's an herb. Yeah. Like why? Why? Food what kind guy? Of, I don't know. Like what's a what's a Jewish spice? I mean, dill is a big one. Parsley is in tabbouleh. Heavy. Okay. It's an herb. There is not. I mean, I cook with a lot of cumin, and I I, I came up Jewish a little bit, you know. No, but I'm saying like shruk, even like even shruk like is like a, an Israeli sauce, and it's it's it, it is it's chill it's green chilies. Oh yeah. And cilantro and uh, yeah. I mean, I was just making the point. Like, I generally would think, in my mind, General Tso's would be like the hottest, like option, the hotter, like a uh, spicier option than anything available at a Jewish restaurant. <laughs> oh yeah, Pro- yeah, that that is actually fair. Right. I feel like. Yeah. Okay. So like that's where the that's where the explosive diarrhea. Okay, if you're comes making from. okay, if you're making a top three list for diarrhea inducing foods. Chinese food's pretty up there. Like, no. let's say we're playing Family Feud. No. Foods that cause That's not even diarrhea. That's three ethnicities. Fine, fine. No. L- let's play this game. If we're, Family Feud, pull the audience, foods that give you diarrhea, what's coming to mind? Indian. Okay, fine. I'll say, yeah. I'll go further than Indian, though. I'll say Pakistani. <laughs> Here's why. They're yeah. similar foods. But Pakistani food is uh, served often. Like, Pakistani restaurants happen to be steam table restaurants. And sometimes that shit does not get adequately reheated. Like yeah. if I go to an Indian Indian restaurants are typically nicer sit down restaurants. I never have a problem, and I'll still keep eating Pakistani food off Coney Island Avenue in Brooklyn. <laughs> it's like not far from my house. You get a huge plate of like four different things for like nine dollars. It's delicious, but sometimes it's just not. It's just been out there all day, and you're gonna. But shit. I uh, okay. But now here's my question for you on that. That to me almost sounds like it's street cart food, which could almost it be its almost own is. category. Yeah, no, like in other words, if you in a you, restaurant. Oh, okay. And you so get why? like a... So you're saying even if you go to like a legit Pakistani restaurant, it's going to wreck Well, I mean, just the ones I'm talking about, which are like, you could probably go to a sit-down nice Pakistani restaurant where you order food, but there is there is this um, genre of it, I guess, is uh, you go in, there's all these steam table things, and you just go, yeah, let me get some of that, let me get some of that, some of that, some of that over rice, or you get a naan. I love this. Yeah, I mean, it's it's fucking awesome. Well, just like in your in your neighborhood, there's that like Brazilian place, right? Yes, you can go great. to like a real nice chascaria where like they okay. come around with like the meats on a thing or whatever. Or you can go to like basically a corner deli that happens to have like a hot plate in the back where they're frying up some chorizo, right? And you can get that. And it's been sit a lot of it's been sitting out like a lot of the day. There was a Dominican place in Midtown. Okay, Dominican I food. To, I used to go to with Stanley before Mexican he, anything. Before Latin. Diarrhea Chris inducing. Stanley, my co-host, works for Sirius, which is like, this is going back 14 years. It was a Dominican place in the 30s by his data entry job. And they had this like, we would go there because they had $3 Heinekens at like six, at, from like five to eight. And they had this fried platter with just various fried meats. And and then just, you know, that frying cheese. Fried fucks up my stomach with. more than anything. And like, yeah, that, I think fried is the thing that will make you shit your fucking brains out. Because we would go in there, not even breaded, it was just fried various meats. And like maybe, maybe like a chicharron in there that seemed breaded, but like it was just like a platter. It would be us and our buddy Ed, and we would get this giant 
for I think it was for five people, like platter of fried meats, and like just drank and every single time. I think bef- like I would leave there, go home, shit my brains out, and then go out for my. All right, so, <laughs> so let's recap. So you're going Pakistani is your number one. You're going Indian food is your number one. Yeah, yeah. I think no. I feel like there's a. I feel like there's a better. I mean, we can go like there's some like Moroccan, probably Ethiopian, mm. probably. I'll I'll tell you this. This is a random thing. My 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 white trash Irish grandmother used to make this thing called porcupine meatballs. Well, it doesn't sound just, like that would be good for your it's stomach. It's just meatballs, but with rice in it to like make your meatballs stretch. Uh, and okay. every it's single like a poor move. I never once, and my grandmother wasn't using rotting meat. Right. But I never once ate that and didn't. I literally was like, can you please stop making this? I get diarrhea every time. Yeah. And she's like, that makes no sense. It's not like this old, is old meat. And I'm just like, I don't know why, but for some reason, this combination is making this me rice shit that, and meat. That happens to me with buffalo chicken pizza. I love because buffalo it's chicken. like there's interesting. Well, dude, it's like it, it, dude, what happens. I love buffalo chicken pizza. My buddy, who was a chef, explained it to me that like because it's such a heavy sauce, mm-hmm. like because it's essentially just a ton of butter and hot sauce, like it gets soaked up by the bread you eat it with from oh. the pizza, and it's just that that's just a rock of like this bread is just moving cement, through you slowly. That makes and sense. it's full of spice and butter and like shit that just you can't process. That, I at least that I'm, pizza stromboli place not far from here with mm-hmm. the green awning yeah, has the place. best buffalo chicken slice. Just letting the fans know. All right, I'm a little disappointed. We're 40 minutes into this episode. We haven't done one penis news story. Like talk, I Winnie the Pooh someone. All right, I what, do that all the time. What does Winnie the Pooh mean? When you come out with like your your dick out, you just got socks on and like a t-shirt over it, and you like look Winnie like the Winnie the Pooh. the Pooh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wh- who did you You're do just, that to? A couple yeah. people. Yeah, like like I did it to Ian Fidance last night. I, Pretty much any girl I've had sex with in the last two years. It's because you Winnie I've, the Pooh them. I've no, I just like at one point or another, I've come out of the bathroom like fu- I went into the bathroom fully clothed, came out just Winnie the Pooh, and, and but they, I almost like would just just take the shirt off. No, it's hysterical to, if you point out the fact that you look like Winnie the Pooh, especially a fat guy like me. Does that mm. move clothes for you? Like, are you like on no, the he's already clothes? These... His pants are off. No, no, but I'm saying like, did you oh, make, no. did you I make wasn't out with these before... people before you went into the bathroom or like things were like whatever and you yeah, went into the bathroom no, most took off of your them, pants I'm, and came I'm out? I'm not like a, you're, you're basically trying to get me to admit to sexual assault <laughs> right now. No, these are all women I've slept with before and it's just a fun thing to do. Oh, okay. You know, I, you, all right. Oh, you, so then you've closed then. It's, that's yeah. what I mean. Like, yeah, that's less risque. Because I've heard of dudes who are hanging out with chicks. They come back to their apartment. They're trying to clothes it's not happening they go to the bathroom and come back out naked okay that's fucking that's so <laughs> creepy to me like I, yo I, I pulled my cock out i pulled my dick out while we're making out yeah, yeah you know yeah. what i mean like that's i some women will tell you that's fucking that's a me too story right there yes yeah, some but then some insane. will be like but then eh, sometimes it works <laughs> and yeah the other ones will just suck it Right now, that's never worked for me, but I think that's. They I think, tell you. It's I think that's a. I think that's a pe- like a penis by penis basis. I think it's like all a function of how. Ha- like, is your dick nice enough that if it's presented, it might close a deal? No. And I think some people have that. No. No. I think it's 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 um, it's based on whether or not you're bold enough. Like, if she's bold on enough the, to pull the move, if she's on the fence and you pull the move, I think that's what that yeah. is. It just in general. That's definitely been a close for me before. Yeah. Like exactly that. Girl on the fence, not sure. I pull the dick out. She's like, it's already out. Yeah. All right. So just I knew a dude who had his whole thing was going to your dick news. Uh, his whole thing was 
he was a good looking kid, but he had like a very mediocre, like small cock, like not like super small, but like not good. And his whole thing was like he would like talk to girls because he was a nice person, and then he'd be like, "Yeah, you know, like whatever." You don't I feel like if you have me. a small wiener, you gotta he'd be, be a nice no. Be like, you don't want to hook up with me. You know, I got like a small cock or whatever. Like you know, like it's just, it's not good. But he was a good looking kid, so they'd be like, "It can't be that small." Right. And then once it's out, you're gonna fucking suck your dick. At the end of the like that was uh, that movie. Everybody want to get some. Everybody wants some. I'm sorry. Like that was the dude's move. He would just approach the situation up front. Like I got an average dick. It's I I lead with that so much of the time, and it took me so long you to mean get. You'll the, start a conversation with like, "Hey, I just want to tell you about my penis." No, I won't start a conversation. <laughs> hey, what's up? My, my penis is average, hey, and my name is just Mike. Just want to talk to you about my penis and why I can't be anywhere near your children. <laughs> that is how I start a uh, conversation. I, uh, <laughs> you just sign this thing saying I came here to tell you this thing about my penis and your children. <laughs> No, but I mean, like, there is something to be said for being secure enough in your piece to be like, yeah, you know, it's average, but at the end of the day, I can, you know, like, I'm a really good lover, you know? And, like, it literally, it that took me... That sounds like, if I heard that part, I'd be like, I, I gotta go away from this nope. person, call the cops, get, like, a restraining order. No, I mean, that that's a confidence thing on your end, Robbie. No, you know I, I, I mean? just feel like the words, really good lover is disgusting. I've, I've Especially heard, I coming out of your is. mouth. It is gross, it but is. like, here's the thing. I, if you play it right, like in my mind, I'm saying it like Will Ferrell used to say it to Rachel Drash in the hot tub on SNL. And like the not, you remember that sketch? Yeah, really at all? creepy. Yeah, like that was the point. Like the point is, it's a joke, but at the same time, like I'm explaining, like yeah, I eat really good pussy because I do. Mm. Like everything about me just screams like you, you look know. hungry. I get it. <laughs> yeah. You eat a lot of things. I get it. You're always eating things. Yeah. Your mouth is well practiced. Yeah. You put a <laughs> You don't really care about how you look afterwards. Yeah. Just, just, just get all up in there. Yeah. 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 You're not worried Israeli, about like you know, Israeli sauce and chunks <laughs> of things in your beard. You're not one of those guys who's like shit, I need a napkin yeah. like yeah. no. You're, you're not right you're, you're not a cheek dabber. I have squirt from three days ago right here. <laughs> Robbie oh, looked God. Like That's why yeah, I did just I look up. We <laughs> <laughs> right. also don't look like a guy who showers. So <laughs> that's fair. That is fair. All right. Well, since none of us have done anything all that original with our penises, except for Harrington, who's exposing himself to women and someone should do something about that. Hashtag- Harrington is doing something original with his penis, telling people that they shouldn't look forward to it <laughs> at all. No. Yeah, you mean that's like but an original play? Yeah. I think yeah. that is. I think it's a good play. Well, it's working, so I can't knock what's working. I mean, I do have a rule. Like, you know, I have to make the girl like, and this is simply for my own ego and edification. Like, I have to make the girl come before I feel comfortable putting my dick in her, because I really don't think my dick's gonna get her there most of the time until I've slept with her like a dozen times and I right. know exactly how. Like, I. I I'm really big about first impressions. Okay. So like, I will make the move to be like, no, I'm gonna keep going down on you until you come. And then I'll like puts a lot of pressure on people. It really doesn't, dude. It puts because a lot it's of pressure like, on the girl. I'm yeah. not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna be forthcoming with it. But like, I'm just gonna stay. You're saying in your own it. head, you're like, I'm gonna yeah. be down there until it's done. I get that. Um, I, well, no, no, because where I get that how is like you get the head yeah. tap though. What? Like, hey, that's head enough. Tap I never get the head tap. Like, never. I'm really good at what I do. You mean like the that's enough head tap? Yeah. So I get where he's coming from. Like, it, unless a lady's extremely good looking I'm not going down on them the first time we're hooking up really but I will no like if I'll be honest if I think there's not gonna be I'm like like if you go home with somebody right like and you're just like eh, it's probably isn't gonna uh, go anywhere after this I'm like 
Eh, like I've been like in situations where like I could. We've been out all night. This is yeah. a little much. No, it's an ego thing for me. Okay. No, but we're so not, for we're... me, it's kind of just like I've been like I may as well just go like do what I'm gonna do because like she's not picking up. She we're both gonna be embarrassed about this tomorrow regardless so i might as well just finish and call it a night not even that just like yeah you do what you do but like you, you'll do stuff but i'm not gonna be like i'm not getting my chin in there well the other thing is though i don't drink mm. you know you gotta remember that too so that means i don't so you're fuck really drunk raping these bitches no i don't <laughs> I, I dude ask ralph at the sdr uh, i want to say it was uh family feud with consequences you were the you were the guest that night yeah i was making out with one of those porn stars in in like the front of the room in front of the everyone dude. the chick she was trying to get me to she literally was trying to go to my car to suck my dick and i was like yo i just watched you drink a martini we just made out and you taste like vodka like i'm not doing this here's was my ralph's number <laughs> was Here, that the fat one no the one who looked like you the family feud one <laughs> The Family Feud. There's only one female porn star there, right? There was Peyton Sinclair. Yeah. Who did the the fingers in the butt, and yeah. then actually fed it to Aaliyah Janine. So there was two uh, female porn she stars fed there. Fed the ass fingers. Yeah, to she Aaliyah put her Janine. finger in Jay's ass, and then put the fingers in Aaliyah Janine's mouth. It was. And it then was, you made out with sounds, Aaliyah Janine. No, I no, I did not make out with Aaliyah Janine. This um, all sounds terrible. No, no, her friend, Peyton Sinclair's friend, There's her no other porn star friend, who she brought, was just talking to me literally as I'm wrapping cable. And I get the flirting with her. Next thing I know, we're making out in front of everyone. She was legitimately trying to suck my dick. And well, I was she's like, a porn star. You, yeah. I think that's a gimme. That's you, like a, I, I, look, as I somebody know. who thinks it's like a dicey thing for you to hook up with a drunk girl when you're sober and you're out chilling, if she's a porn chick, I almost feel like whatever. Not worth it. I had also, dude, I had been with the not company not, for all of like a month. No, and I was, it's so funny to refer to the Gas Digital as the company. Yes. Like, hey, this is a corporate institution. But you made I out with her in front of everybody. I kind of do. You made out with her in front of everybody. Though. Yeah. I question which this is, whole story. Which is the thing that will make you look bad in the overall. I disagree. I think it's the thing that made me look good in the sense of like, oh, he hooked up with her. He knows how to close. He chose not to because he's not a scumbag. Mm, nah, I don't think anyone thinks She's about this. She's a porn this. chick. Whatever. I mean, also, you're talking about, like, Ralph. Mad dudes were sweating, like, fucking all the porn chicks that were there. I'm 90% sure somebody we know but they picked fucked Harrington. Peyton in the bathroom. You know what I mean? Like, mm. at the end of the day, like, there was only a couple porn chicks there. One of them hooked up with me and tried to blow me. They looked at the good. gas digital <laughs> stock and they said, I want Harrington. <laughs> kind of my point, yeah. I had that experience once in my life, also at a gas digital event, but it was with whoever those trannies that they had on were. It was Oh buddy. <laughs> dude, <laughs> Shannon was there, it was the funniest thing. Did I you was, know? I was coming yeah, no, no no, I was coming into the studio when they'd booked like the, the transgender people, I think that's the proper term, the transgender porn stars. And while they're all three oh, for Halloween. All what three, girls, I was just curious. I don't remember, but all three of them, as they were walking by me, were like Who's this guy? Where, where's he coming? Are you just leaving? Like, like all... Th and I, I just turned to Shannon. I'm like, if regular women ever did that, like... I don't know if regular women's PC. Oh, buddy. We live in a weird <laughs> world. I don't know what you're allowed to say. Fucking regos, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> you know, those women that actually have vaginas. Okay. <laughs> we were going to get into penis news, and we got derailed once again. Well, we've been talking about penises this whole time. We have been talking time. a bit about yeah, penises. Yeah, but it's not, it's not the actual news. Like, the, the things that were printed in the newspaper that an editor said said the world needs to know about it okay. yes i'm way more right. concerned with your penis 
What about it? I mean, dude, like this, this, you know, from where I'm coming from, it's like, you know, I'm just trying to talk up the confidence thing. I want to see you get laid more, Robbie. I was, I'm on the same page as you, Mike Harrington. Are you? There's no part of me that goes, hey, I wish I could get laid less. You came out to the bar I mean, with us for could all Could you of... get laid less? <laughs> <laughs> That's the point. Yeah, no, I don't think so. If you... I know you were going to fuck, uh, actually, you know what? I'm going to say that because that might affect money. I literally just poured beer all but over my lap. There was a girl yes. we were hanging out with recently uh, at that thing, and I thought you were going <laughs> to fuck thing? that. thing? Come on, I'm being vague. But I, I don't think with that you thing... Know what I'm talking you know what he's talking yeah, about. Yeah, he knows what I'm talking about. The f- the cute girl. Oh, okay. I thought so, too. <laughs> yeah. It really looked like it. I Yes, I was I was getting the same vibe, but uh, I kind of walked away oh, from that one. Oh, what happened there? What? Do you want to tell the listeners about I your, don't think so. your clothes I, I, there? <laughs> <laughs> no, my clothes there was not at its best. <laughs> And I've certainly had sharper skills in my day. You're a good sales guy. Yeah. That is is what's so shocking to me about how bad I am with women at the moment is that sometimes I'm on sales calls with women and I'm just killing it. And I'm like, where is this guy when I'm trying to get laid? And I don't know. The one item you can can sell this network. You can can sell (laughs) Luis J. Gomez saying, nigger and faggot into a microphone at will, but you can't sell your own dick? That's a problem, Robbie. That is all accurate. And you know what? This was supposed to be a friendly dick episode and not a therapy <laughs> session. But I appreciate the concern. And, um, you know, maybe... Uh, According I to most know. feminists, there is no fem- friendly dick, you know? <laughs> you mean th- that, like, every dick is evil off yeah. the bat? Well, there is, yes. there is one P-I-V good dick. Is rape. There is one kind of good dick to those feminists, and that's a detached dick. Robbie? Oh, you mean because the severed penis story? That's the producer in him. That wasn't the story I had lined up, but the that that was an excellent segue. You killed it, and uh, I appreciate that you're taking concern for my penis. I, I like. I'm just telling you <laughs> I'm as glad a friend. Somebody is. I register it. I go, hey, Harrington's looking out for me. <laughs> um, okay, so the first story that I wanted to highlight is that a man he was out on a pier, the longest pier in all of England, that's uh, I guess available for residents to take out their families on. A fire started up on the pier. And he whips out his penis and he pisses out the fire. That's it. He takes care of the thing, right? Okay. And so then, like, they're making a big stink of the news. Like, this heroic guy, he saved our pier. And then the people who own the pier are like, well, we kind of had a sprinkler system. (laughs) But... The sprinkler system on the pier? How does that work? I guess it probably... The same as, like... No, I bet it's under, like, the same as, like, the ones in the roof. I bet Uh, it's, like, built in. Like, when they... uh, senses heat. When they removed the graffiti in Demolition Man. I don't, I don't remember, remember at all. All right, fuck you. Yeah, guys. that reference went over <laughs> I've my seen Demolition head. Man way too many times, jerked off to the Sylvester Stallone Sandra Bullock sex scene more times than I care to admit. Did not have a big VHS collection as a kid. Was which one was Demolition Man? Like I remember watching Simon that. Phoenix and John Spartan is Sylvester Stallone, Simon Phoenix is uh Wesley Snipes. It's in the future. Yeah. They get revived out of a cryo prison. And then they go back to war. He gets partnered right. with Sandra Bullock. Yeah. And what's, uh, like, what's his name is com- comic relief? Oh, no, no, Sandler no. sidekick. Oh, yeah. And Dennis Leary's in it. Wasn't oh, it like, yeah. like a bad guy reappeared or something? And then he they had to go get Sylvester prison. Stallone? No yeah. kiss kiss, no bang bang. Yeah. I don't remember. I, uh, all right. Maybe I got to go rewatch so the Sandra Bullock here's, sex scene. Here's my yes. question. It's not a kid. How drunk was this guy? I wonder the same thing because he was there with his girlfriend and his girlfriend's kid and it's really weird to see what? a fire and go hey guys i got this <laughs> <laughs> it's a very weird solution like no, it's not that weird i think it's pretty weird 
How big was the fire? Is that your first instinct when you see a fire? Is it's like, uh, let me get my dick near this? If it's small, I like I get pissed that out. <laughs> I will say it's fun. To, I haven't done it in a while, but it is really fun yeah. to piss out a fire. I haven't done. Yeah, I haven't done it in a while either. But I bet like if I saw like a yeah. small fire and I had like a real good piss built up. So like, how many oh. beers do you think you would need? Like, what is the what Easily is the amount of? Do you get nervous of, though if you're? I gotta if be. Your at, piss has too much alcohol content in it. It might not be good for pushing, putting something out. No. I've seen firsthand. Urine from too much alcohol consumption causing a fire and not putting out a fire. Really? What? Yes. All right. I, 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 well, I'll tell the quick version of the story, but I once had in high school, I, we went to a house party. I drank so much, I passed out in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. I spent the entire night in the bathroom, passed out over the toilet, thrown up in the toilet, right? Friend of mine, I, th- whatever. These things happen when you're new to drinking, right? Friend of mine was also hammered. He comes into the bathroom. He opens up the door, sees that I'm passed out in the toilet and goes, Hey, someone's got to check on Rob. I think he's dead. Right. (laughs) But I was blocking the toilet. He needed to take a piss. So at one point he, he peed into a water bottle and then just threw it into the garbage. Hours later, this is hours later. This is like, let's say this is like two or three in the morning. Hours later, it's six in the morning. This high school, we're 18. Someone has like an open house. Um, Someone, a candle catches on fire. They had a candle on a plate. The plate catches on fire. Okay? Whatever the situation was, I wasn't there for it. Someone comes into the bathroom, and they're, like, looking for something to grab to put out the fire. And they see the water bottle. And I'm, like, all drunk. I'm, like, no, don't take the water bottle. They splash the water bottle onto the thing. It ends up catching the entire roof of the house on fire. Because there was so much. There was so much vodka in this water bottle that when they splashed it on, it literally just shot up in flames. Mm. It was it, that was nuts. Here's my question: Was yes. that like you said it was a high school party? So yeah. is it maybe one of those things where the water bottle was like one of those Poland springs where you would pour vodka into it? So you know I, what I mean? So no, there was yeah. already vodka as a base. So before that's a, he peed that's a great it. question. I hung out with nerdy Jewish kids and I brought the handle of vodka uh, and it was in a bottle. No one else picked up booze. So okay. and it wasn't like there were that many people there. You know what's also great about that night? I'd already gotten in trouble for like you know the smoking weed and drinking at that point, and that was at a Friday night. Still lived in like Jew world, and so I'd passed out and I'm walking back to my house at like eight in the morning on the seder. On the Sabbath, Sabbath, and I hadn't, I just I hadn't been home all night. My mom's just like sitting on the couch, like where the f-? night. She's just like cursing, but like she's just concerned, like what the hell happened to you? And I was, I was like, oh, we're playing a board game at the other kid's house, and I just fell asleep for the night. <laughs> like, <laughs> if you're wondering why I'm drunk, it's because I'm fucking drunk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, quit being a bitch, mom. You fucking ass. So were you were like the bad boy of yeshiva school, or how does that know. work? I don't know that I would ever, because I was, I, I was. I was never like a troublemaker. Like I never that showed was the up. Ethiopian juice. <laughs> <laughs> I never showed up to school and caused trouble, but I did a lot of just not showing up to school and drinking. I don't really like I wasn't causing trouble for people. So you were a loser. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But at the same, time, same. at the it. time I didn't feel like a loser for doing that. You when you're in high school and yeah, like you feel like a badass. You're like drinking and smoking, you think you're fucking winning. I am in, in life. a warm park car drinking warm vodka. <laughs> I am living life right now. That totally changes like that aspect. I don't were you like a, a drug guy in high school at all? Yeah. But you, so you kind of like when you're in high school doing I'm the, that I'm shit. I a heavy drinker in high school. Right. And I would, I I guess around junior year, I started doing drugs. I mean, I would what, smoke weed. I, and my, I, I still consider weed a drug. Like if you're a person uh, who, no. I get that now it's kind of changed. But to me, if you're a person who drinks and like smokes weed, I don't know. You do drugs. That's a, that's my like, like really? I, yeah, I, that's just my, my personal. So I guess I was then. Yeah. I was drinking like freshman year. 
probably. I remember in high school because I, I dormed like being at bars in the city using a fake ID, mm-hmm. and that was cool. That was like yeah, yeah. I was having that conversation with a buddy, actually. We snuck his younger brother in, who was like 15 at the time. He ended up making out with like a 24-year-old chick. And nice. like he was drinking at the bar all night, like out with like a bunch of older kids who all had like, at the time I was successful, like they all had like really good jobs, like a lot of time. suits. Yeah, at the time, there was a time when like, you know, I have a Mercedes, like I had like a real life at one point. Mm. Oh, how um, long have you had that Mercedes for? Uh, Like 17 years. Four or five years. So, what so it was never a relevant Mercedes. No, I bought it like three years old. Wait, what did you do? I, I ran a contracting company. Like what I, happened? Who died? You became a drug addict? Because <laughs> a contracting company sounds like somebody died. No, no. I, I ran the company. I was making, you know, very good money. Mm-hmm. I had a chance to buy the company. And I was like, this is, I don't want to spend the next 25 years of my life doing this. Like, right, you had Mercedes money. I had I had more than that. Like I had like you know buy a ring, buy a house money. So why why were you like hey? Wait, you were engaged? Yeah. To who? Uh, This is all Harrington information. I didn't know. Yeah, like I had a Brazilian, um, a half Brazilian, half Argentinian uh, fitness instructor. Doesn't mean she was hot. She was hot. Yeah, she She probably had a manly face. Let's be honest. Great body, manly face. Great body. So you didn't want you? Hold on, wait. You didn't want this. I'm gonna I'm gonna say I'm gonna throw this out there. Ninety thousand dollars a year probably could be better depending on jobs. Uh, Minimum I'd say ninety ninety thousand dollars bad year. Ninety k in a real bad year. Okay, in a real bad year, but like yeah. often like one twenty, one thirty. Yeah. Okay. Uh, hot hot wife, and you were just like, you know what? This isn't for me. I need to get <laughs> finger blasted by a dominatrix Asian. <laughs> I need to be a bitch for a guy named Louis J. Yeah. Gomez. What am I doing out here making all this money contracting? Yeah. That I was, just, I hated it. I you hated, hated the it. whole life. Yeah. It you was hated fucking... the chick you are about to show me. No, I, I was madly in love with her. Still so what am. happened? What, what happened with her? Did she... Is this like a weird I thing where she... I only want construction, man. <sighs> no, it was now one I of the... Know. It was one of those things where I literally... She she had, she had went to grad school this at Columbia. This you were still drinking? No. I've been, I, I haven't had a drink in over 10 years. Okay. Um, no, we, we met each other. We were both sober. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, one thing led to another. We start dating. We were together for almost four years. Mm-hmm. Uh, popped the question at like three and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, like it was the summer of 2015. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, she was going to grad school. She was, you know, in Columbia. She essentially wanted to uh, quit her job, uh, go to school full time, train a little bit on the side, have me pay for her, you know, like to go to school and buy a house and get married and do a ton of other stuff. And I'm like, you're putting a ton of stress and pressure on me. I'm already working like 70 hours a week in this business. Mm-hmm. You're uh, essentially asking me to do like, you know, twice as much to afford you the lifestyle that you want to live because mm-hmm. you have just decided that this is what you're going to do come hell or high water. We couldn't reach an agreement on that. And it was just like, you know what? This is, I'm, I'm done with this. And so why'd you quit the good job? Uh, after, you know, after I lost her, fell into pretty deep depression. And uh, yeah, you know, that Did was you it. Did go back to drugs? No, no. I just, uh, just got sad. Started gambling a lot, like literally out till like, you know, the next day playing poker all night like four nights a week, uh, hanging out with like rough crowds, going to Vegas way too much. Like I was really... It's weird to do any of those things without <laughs> alcohol to me. I yeah. know, I know. And I'll, I'll play, No, but I get I'll gambling. Play card, I'll play cards a little without drinking. You know what I mean? I could 
sit and play cards for five hours. But I couldn't do it two days in a row with that. You know what's the best like sensation in the entire world is like Percocets playing craps and just feeling like you're tapped into the universe and like you get what's going on. And then you lose all your money. It always happens. <laughs> but you got those couple minutes where you're like, I'm just tapped in here. No, I can play. I can legitimately, I have before played poker for four days straight. Like no sleep. I would go and like, you know, get a meal, get a shower, that maybe get a be beach. True. I will it's, almost call it a cold bullshit. I'm like 100% 50- true. You've done four days without four sleep days straight with well, yes. just, just black sitting coffee in a poker and water. Table. Uh, not totally sitting in poker. I think like the I world said, record for the amount of hours people have stayed awake for is like three days. That's not true. No, dude, I would literally go from the poker table, get a meal. Like I said, go home, shower. Like I was, I was in AC. You go home and shower, but not take a nap. For I would 40 go minutes. No, I would go back to the hotel room. Right, I would get a shower. Yeah. The chick who I was with at the time, my fiance, the Brazilian, she blew me the a couple of times. Model. You'd get blown. I didn't say she was a model. You get I didn't blown. Say she was a model. So you just go go back to the apartment, okay. get blown three times. It wasn't times an apartment. It was a yourself. hotel room. I would get blown once. I right. would get a shower, and then I would go right back to the poker table. I would like take her out for dinner. I would take her out for breakfast. Days is the yeah, dude, for, this is for no sleep. sleep. Yeah, dude, do you, uh, I get pretty. Uh, I mean, Google Wikipedia. Okay. Yeah, guys can go on poker benders forever, dude. Let me see if I can find like a picture of us together. All right. While you're doing that, together, I'll I'll believe a picture of her. I'm just scrolling through her Instagram, being sad now. Give me this, Chris. Okay, I just see her. Instagram. <laughs> he's just yeah, sure. he just Googled, follow, he just googled you know? hot Brazilian God. hookers. I to swear find to God, something. if you like a photo, you're fucking dead to me. Oh, that's the funniest I thing. I swear in the world. to fucking but God, it, but it is the funniest <laughs> thing in the world. <laughs> I fucking do not. Have you been in touch with her over the last couple of years? I haven't spoken to her in over a year. Okay, yeah, that Let's is. Just throw this out there. Yeah. This girl is very attractive. Yeah. She's not as attractive as you said. Can I? Uh, let me see. Just the way you, buddy. I was. Fi- I'm in love with the girl. Of course, she's gonna oh, be yeah. more attractive. Oh, than you me still, you right? still have strong feelings. I mean, I still think about her every day, but yeah, nothing yeah. too serious. I get it. I get it. <laughs> Just mostly like, you know, listen. You don't have I to sell me on the concept this. of sadness. <laughs> <laughs> I know. That's why this we work here. Really <laughs> loves avocado, though. Yeah, I know. All right, quit hogging all the pictures of his not attractive girlfriend. Oh, this is a good one, actually. This is. She's got a little socially look going. No, I mean, like, she's one of those girls, like. She'll go out. She'll go to the she's club. She's the one in the dork shirt. Yeah. No, actually, she's not. It's the other one. No, that's her lesbian best friend. Who she's I'm, the one on the right. No, she's the one on the left. Ooh, I'm convinced those two sure. fucked in college, and she would never. Don't you fucking dare! I didn't like I, anything. Your thumb, I no, it, see where your thumb nothing is. Nothing got liked. Robbie, I see where your thumb is. Literally. No, I just want to follow her from the high side of radio. Okay. You should. You 100 percent should. Can I just tell you the like one of the first times I ever met Lewis. Um, Lewis took my phone. He has my phone in his hand. And then he had this look in his eye that I knew he was up to something. Like, he just had this look in his eye, like this little glimmer in his eye. And I took my phone out of his hand. And he had a dick pic from mine in my photos <laughs> that he was tweeting, check this. <laughs> like, oh, and I did not know Lewis well. Like, I oh, yeah. hung out with him once or twice for like a couple of minutes. Like, he was not someone I was friends with. But I respected the funny on it. I was yeah. like, that's hilarious. That's why Lewis has never held my phone for more than a minute. And it's always been with my intense supervision over everything I, he's Can doing. I tell you another funny uh, Lewis phone story? Was um, when we... I did Boston with, uh, with Lewis and Dave. We did two really fun shows. And a part of the problem fan came out for one of the shows, was hanging out with Dave, and asked Lewis to take a photo. Mm-hmm. Like, and huge Dave Smith fan. With Dave Smith, came out to the show, getting a photo. 
And, and Lewis just took a picture of himself. Lewis took like this <laughs> dumb selfie of himself <laughs> and just so handed funny. his phone the phone back to the person, <laughs> which is so great. Okay, we've gotten off the rails here, so let's cover one more penis story, and we'll call it a day. This one was found by uh, none other than Mike Harrington. You might know him as the guy who likes to make up stories about making good salaries and fucking Brazilian models. But Never here's the story. The what was that? Okay. <laughs> Never said she was a model. He did say she was more attractive than she was. Never did I. I, no. have a, I, have, I have an ex that's not very photogenic that when I see her around, I'm like, oh, she's still hot. Well, dude, I, no, I, it, I have I, the opposite. I, but I also know that she's not hot to anyone but me. It's the Sick way I, it's the way I describe those are the, it though. Those are the best. Cause finds. those are all, those are all facts. She mm-hmm. is half Brazilian, half Argentinian. She is a fitness instructor. Mm-hmm. Like she does keep in very good shape. Mm-hmm. Like those are all true things. You know, you, whatever picture you painted in your mind is on you. Mm-hmm. I'm just telling you the facts as they are. He's such mm-hmm. a sales guy. Um, those are the best finds, the one that are super attractive to you oh. and not the other people. Like that, those are the best finds. No, that's not That true. is, you are. What? That is your insecurity talking again, buddy. Yeah. That's oh, not okay. True. <laughs> it's, it, it, it's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. It's not a great find. I feel no. like that's a great because then it's like it's no, underappreciated. There, are, there like, are like there there is this weird sect of girls that are super attractive in front of you, and really not good. They just don't do it pictures. for other people. Oh no, in pictures. I have the opposite. I had one chick that I quasi dated, and she was super photogenic, which was great because you could show There's her also off. That. But the reality was, I don't know. Like to me, she, but like I, the reality is, I don't know. Like. I was super into it, and she was like, yeah, but like super did your, photogenic. Did your boys like? All right, no. But what I'm saying is like, oh, so she was just very photogenic, super photogenic, and you were just happy to be getting regular pussy from a fairly attractive woman. I, no, to me, she was like super my speed. Like okay. for what I'm into, she was exactly that. I thought she was like to me, she was like perfect. But it's not like when I was ever hanging out with you, like how the fuck are you with this person kind of thing. Mm. But in photos, they'd be like, what, really? You mm. kidding me? Dude, I have the I have that with like not with exes, but with girls who I used to bang. Where like I'll be scrolling through Instagram and I'll be like, oh god, she looks so. I forgot how fucking hot she was. And then I'll hit her up to chill and I'll be like, oh, all right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you're the you're the, you know, six I remember, but you photograph like a nine. So like, yeah, but I mean, I get tricked into it. Just gotten way better on. That. You mean on filtering shit? Yeah, just I mean, not even that. It's just like there's an art to taking the same way there's an art to taking a dick pic. There's an art to taking a selfie. You know what I mean? Like, yes, it's true. You like, need- I'm talking about like I've had like I've dated a couple of girls who like if they were in this room you'd be like that girl's fucking hot, but if you saw like a photo of them you'd be like Ugh, this is not a hot. What girl. is this? Really? Like if they were like standing right there you'd be like that girl is fucking hot. But you think part of that is that we're used to 2018 technology filters on photos? No, and I think it's just some some people are photogenic. And your some eyes aren't. do something different than a camera does. And your eyes look at a photograph differently than they look at a contoured you. No, I agree with that. In front of you. There's a skill. There's this own skill set of being photogenic, and some people have it. Some no, people yeah, your don't. eyes yeah. rest on places on a human in front of you differently than they look at a flat picture, and that's just it. And it's just like you can have somebody in front of you. They'd be like, "Damn, that girl's fucking." Not like I mean, like you wouldn't be like, "That's a model," right? But you'd be like, that's a fucking that's a smoking girl. All right, 
Let's cover this next penis story, and then I have I one the, real... I got, the, I got the best penis story. Well, let me do this penis story first, and then we'll go right into your penis story. I love this find. This came from Mike Harrington, but it was penis size study cut short after men submit cartoons instead of pictures of their geni- genitals. So here's from the scientist who was trying to run this study that was ruined by men. I continue to believe that the relationship between penis size and self-esteem is an important si- um, site of in scientific inquiry. But the public reaction to the project threatens the reliability of the survey responses. The, ri- the reliability of the study as a whole has been compromised. Um, and so, firstly, let's just get into it. I think we can all agree people with bigger dicks probably use them and are more happy. Like, she's th- that, that's essentially what she was trying to study mm-hmm. is if people... Like, I can just tell you, like, if I... I, I would take so much pride if I had a big ass dick like that. You know the what I mean? Confidence. It would be my pride and joy wherever I went. I'd be like, I have cancer. Fuck you. I got a big ass dick. You're firing me. I don't need this <laughs> shit. You know how big my dick is? Fuck you and your fucking job. Well, there was a study that came out like six months ago that like uh, black men in this country do worse in all these demographics. I'm like, yeah, but everybody thinks they have big dicks so they get laid a lot. Right. Like it's, you're not going to try hard if you're just getting laid. Right. If you just got, if everyone just thinks you got a big dick if and they want to cheat on their white broke, husband, why would you? Go to school. Like, who gives a shit? So you're saying the thing that has hurt black America the most is the rumors <laughs> of their giant penises. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't think it's I the buy it. thing that hurt them the most. But I think it's, I <laughs> that's think the it's thing a, that's holding them back. Why a, would they do it's anything? It's a contributing factor. It's like they're a hot chick. They feel like, I don't need to work for it. Exactly. Yeah. I, I, I buy it. The most fetishized group of men is black dudes. I mean, it's the porn I watch, so sure. Do you think more than Asian women? I said group of dudes. It's oh, Asian dudes. Women and oh, black sorry. dudes are the two most. But they look okay. like dudes. So what, um, Harrington, I feel like you had something you wanted well, to say. Well, no, on like that. Here, here's here's my thing, dude. Like the at the end of the day, like I feel like you are. Oh, is this going to be more of my low self-esteem talk? I, I really, no, and like, I hate to keep coming yeah, yeah, back yeah. to this, dude, okay. but like, that idea where it's like, you're already leading with like, right. oh man, if I had a big dick, like, your dick's fine. You know what I mean? Like, your dick is, is just your dick, fine. Robbie. But what, if you... Pull it out right now? Right yeah. camera, Like, dude, everybody. if it was if it was down to your knee, like, right. I don't think that would change that much. You know what I mean? Like, I, I feel like it'd probably still... make you... If it was down to your knee, it'd probably make you feel real weird, you know? All right. You know what I'm saying, though. It's you know just what I mean? a fat hog. Yeah. You know, like, I, I don't know that having, like, a significantly bigger dick would, would give me any more, like, big dick energy. I had a buddy who had a roommate in college who had an 11 and a half inch what and it's enough cock for three people (laughs) jude was like he was with the same girl for mad long throughout high school and they were like saving themselves and then they tried to fuck and she could not handle his cock and like he she broke up with him because she was like oh we can't big yeah we can't even have sex like what are we doing she broke up with him and he like went to school and then like he just kind of said it in front of a room full of girls, and like one girl was like, "I'll give it a shot," and then he got herpes, and then he ended up in an asylum. What? Yeah, dude, that could be your story, Robin. That's a big dick horror story. <laughs> now that chick had herpes that he fucked because yeah. she just wanted to fuck the big dick guy. Yeah, and then the asylum part because he really hated. He having just herpes. like he was already super depressed about the girlfriend breaking up with him, and so then dick. when he got herpes on top of that. <laughs> yeah. And it, and it was really because sp- it was it, just, it was because he had the opposite thing where he was like my dick's too big, and then a, the one person that wanted to have sex with him had herpes and gave it to him. Yeah, yeah. And he was like, I'm like, cursed because of was my like, big penis. In his penis. mind, for like, think about it. Like, it takes a couple of days for that herpes outbreak to hit. For a couple of days, he was just like, oh, I could just say that I have this thing and I could fuck pretty girls, right? And then like, bam. 
herpes. Well, but like, dude, at what point do you not? There's like Getting personal hurt. safety come involved there. If you meet the fucking the sixteen year old size queen, you're I not, think you need to yeah, take you're, pump you're the eight, brakes. You're eighteen in college. Oh, he was like, in college. He, yeah, he, yeah, I thought he was like junior no, or high school. He was like okay, a, he was a no. He was a. Uh, he was roommates with my buddy in college. Oh, and it yeah. was that's what it was. Yeah, it's no, like you're his, his girlfriend through high school saved himself, and they tried to fuck like right at like maybe the first break freshman year. Oh, uh, okay. And he, they couldn't, and it, she broke up with him because of it. And then he just like this girl was like, "I'll give it a shot." And you know, you're 18. Yeah, you're gonna, they're you're gonna, be, you're gonna be like, "It'll be fine." Was she and able it, to handle it well? I mean, you probably. Don't I don't know that I mean, well. Come on. She was 18 and had herpes. She's been taking dicks since right. she was 13. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She can handle 11. Mm. Okay, so to continue with our article, <laughs> she was forced to halt the research after it made headlines around the world and led to her being bombarded with hundreds of submissions a day, many with joke answers to the survey. And there's nothing I love more than a scientist being like, why aren't people taking my penis study seriously? <laughs> And then here was the other thing. So I was reading the article. Um, it happened to have been that she was a assistant professor of sociology. And I also love the thought of the full-time professors being like, hey, listen, leave, leave the penis stuff to us. <laughs> like, you got to earn your stripes. You're, you're, you're just the assistant professor. Why don't you leave it to us boys around here? No, but like, dude, what kind of a chick do you have to be to be like, I want to look at 3,800 dicks? And so here's the thing. I got a picture of her. I can show you guys. She's not that up. She looks like a chick who was pretty and just recently got into crystal meth and started doing prostitution. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> she's pretty cute, but she's I just would. at the beginning of like. like she's not like. Also, why does her photo gets, look like it's a mugshot in that picture? This is not That's a, probably the only thing they could find. This is not a smoking hot girl at all. But this no. is a girl she's who's not any unattractive. You know what I mean? Like she's not like, unattractive. Yeah, she's no. perfectly cute. I've definitely fucked a girl like a, a similar. That's girl. a win at the end of the night of drinking at a bar. Yeah, this is a girl who's confident enough to think that she doesn't need to be nice to any of the people in this room. Oh, yes. No, I mean she you might is. be right. Yeah, like that's just the look on her face, and that's she such is. a great way of um, quantifying someone's attractiveness. Mm. Yeah. Well, but there, there's more than goes into that. Like, I think, I think if she was like she's the, a certain type of attractive. If she worked at fucking you know Starbucks, you know what I mean. She she wouldn't have that feeling. But she's a, a professor at a college yeah. who's that level of attractive. Yeah. So in her mind, she's hit like some kind of point of like being above people, and she's seen thirty eight hundred dicks. She's seen a lot of dicks. Yeah, yeah. Minimum she's almost 3, like <laughs> I was we reading. Know it. About she's like, she's like, these aren't sexy pictures. This is clinical. <laughs> Fuck you. You want to look at? Dicks. You don't Let's think like yo, if you are giving open submissions to right. any fucking creep of all the yeah, things I would have done. A study I would have like honestly, if I had seen that, I would have tried like just knowing it's science. I would have like gotten like a terrine pan, like a loaf pan, like a thin one, <laughs> and got my dick the hardest I could get, resting my balls right over the rim. Take like nine like, blue chews. Yeah, just <laughs> and just like here you go, here's my cock. Put it in a pan. Put it. Put it in, in like a you know like a thin loaf pan. <laughs> you know you know the one I'm talking. You know the ones I'm talking like a terrine. I don't know what you're talking about. Somebody listening yes. to this knows what a terrine pan is. You make a good pate in there, a thin loaf, a thi yeah, like a very thin pole. And you're saying that's the perfect place if you want to set up that's your penis That's what I nicely. would do if I heard there was a scientific study wanting to look at your dick pics. That's <laughs> what I would do. It's got to be a terrine pan. Yeah, it would be a terrine. All right. Now, I had like 12 penis stories lined up, but we, we've been all over the place. So I hand the floor to you, BK Chris from HSR. Okay, so this is a brutal one. Well, 
you know, I think at this point our audience can probably handle it. Okay. We've the, lubricated them. We've gotten a, them wet and ready. <laughs> there's a woman in Argentina. Yeah. Uh, 26 years old. Pretty cute. Uh, chopped her boyfriend's penis off. Which isn't cool. With hedge clippers. Not, a, a double not cool. <sighs> because he was looking at porn. <sighs> was this while he was looking at porn? Like he's yeah. sitting there jerking Look at off. These, some of these photos. And she on. just like runs in with the Here, hedge clippers. Here's what she looks like. She looks like a. Here's like, the bloody. Oh no! Sheets. I don't want to see that. Oh come sheets. on! Get the fuck. Okay, it's just the sheets. It's not the dick. Ooh, yeah. The hedge oh, those oh, are those are it. not sharpened. Those have been in the shed. Yeah, it's a getting dog. rusted up for a bit. Can I see the pic of the chick? Yeah, she's. I mean, I think pretty decent. I guess my thing is, dude. Like, especially anytime I hear, she looks like, like she has an edge to her. Yeah, pretty decent. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. Like, it, there is like a certain thing to it. Like, you just said Argentina, which in my mind, outside which means she's of, probably hot in person, right? And outside of Buenos Aires, like, I legitimately think it's just all fields of like llamas grazing. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Like, if you're gonna have sex, it's got to be with a llama. <laughs> no, no, I'm just saying. Like, I, I genuinely do think that, like, for this guy to be looking at porn like that, yeah, it must have been a fucking ordeal. You mean like, like, like the internet doesn't exist there? I'm saying like that it's not his own internet line. I've been ever to... since that bug attack at Starship <laughs> Troopers. Buenos Aires has not got their internet back up. No, I mean, was it in Buenos Aires or was it like some fucking rice paddy? You know, fucking you know, twenty rice paddy. I don't know. I, Johnny's fucking talking about rice paddies in Ecuador. Now I assume every South American country has, has rice, rice paddies. paddies? I, I don't know rice paddy right now. They got a lot of fucking chicken and rice. They need rice paddies, right? Cordoba, Cordoba. I mean, I've heard of it. Uh, I think they maybe played some World Cup games there in the Brazil World Cup. What do you think is the worst activity to be involved in? No, it looks in? pretty. I mean, I just Googled imaged Cordoba. What's the worst? It's pretty, pretty dope. It doesn't really? Oh, really? Yeah, oh. it looks like somewhere I would... Do. Like vacation? It's got like aqueducts and shit. They've been like balling for a minute. Like, this looks pretty... Mm, it looks like the Spanish were balling when they came through, <laughs> and it hasn't had much since. No, it looks nice to me. Mm. All right, what do you think is the worst activity to be involved in, like, to then have your dick chopped off while you're doing it? While you're doing it? Like, you're in the middle of doing something, and out of nowhere, someone chops your dick off. What's the worst thing to be in the middle of? Mm. To be like, right now, you chopped off my dick? Hmm... I didn't what was the what was everybody. the what was the other no because it's it's a, no, it's a head it. scratcher yeah it is <laughs> what was the what was the other one where the guy got his so dick cut off was what was he, was he doing brushing his teeth which that's pretty lousy you're up in the morning yeah, you're yeah. just like getting ready for work like I don't know man I think watching porn might be the worst way to get your dick cut off because it's just this no if you're brushing your teeth your dick's got to be pretty big to get your entire dick chopped clean off if you have your fist around it yeah all right sure. I guess I no no there is there is a, a right answer to this question and I think we all know what it is and nobody wants to say it out loud. Right, go for it. Church, <laughs> funeral, <laughs> wedding. While you're getting blown. Hmm. But how does it then in her mouth? Yeah. You mean mm. that she's biting it off? Yeah. Just mm. ow. like, dude, she's going at it. She's throwing fucking. She's throwing throat at it. She's got her cheeks so all puffed here's out. Where I'm, here's where I di differentiate right, from you, and I get that this is like crazy thought. Mm. At least if I'm getting blown, my mind's kind of like on my dick. So if something goes horribly wrong, it's not like entirely out of left field. What? Whereas like if I'm up in the morning and I'm brushing my teeth yeah, and someone I, just I comes out of nowhere and chops my dick off, like it's so confusing. It's almost more like if someone were to bite on my dick while they were the blowing me. The confusion might make that moment better. Yes. But the blowing might make it better. 
So what I'm softer in the in, in the back. No, I'm just saying because your brain you is under- already on your dick, so it's like no, because it's then your last alarming. Your last memory of having a dick is how good it feels to have a dick. Hmm. That's a good point. Which would fuck but then you that up might forever maybe, and ever and ever. That might make you miss it more. Exactly. Like, for instance, of the three yeah, of that, us, yeah, if, we all, point, if we all had our dicks chopped off tomorrow, I would care the least because I use it the least. But he, no, but here's <laughs> you the guys thing. would be if like... That's my point dick, exactly. If your dick got bit off, right? Yeah. You were in a situation where you were risking your dick. If your dick got you, cut you off, you put it into our mouth. Come You're on. partially responsible. No, no. Like I'm in this scenario, in my mind. And if this it tastes is as bad as yours, you can only expect it, Mike. All right. I don't uh, know. Why would you bite something off and bring it further in your mouth <laughs> if it tasted that bad? Yeah. All right. Well, I here's was the to make a joke. Here, all right. Here's the other thing, right? Like, <laughs> thanks. There's thanks for selling it. Salt lick, Mike Harris. <laughs> there's so many things going through my head with that. It's like first and foremost, in my mind, it's got to be like the similar situation. He's been dating the girl for a while. Dating the girl for a while. You know, so this is somebody who's obviously blown you, really you a bunch. Trust her. They have your DSP down. Like you are not even dick sucking pattern. You're not like a hundred percent focused never on heard it. That ever? Have you heard that DSP? It's a, no. It's okay. a, all right. I'll tell you guys where it came from after. Anyway, fucking. What I'm saying is though, just like that idea of like I'm getting my dick sucked by somebody who knows how to suck my dick perfectly. I'm just about to bust a nut. Then all of a sudden, I don't have a dick anymore. It's in her mouth, which means there's a decent chance she swallowed it, and I'm never seeing that dick again. Oh, you're not going to get it. like, Or you have to monitor her shitting. <laughs> like You got to hope it yeah, comes how out big, whole. How big is your... How small is your dick that she's swallowing the whole dick? I mean, if it's detached? If it's detached, it's still engorged for at least a minute. Yeah, you got to hope that she's choking on it. Yeah, no. So that it's not I hope going she down. chokes to death. It's not, no, that it's not <laughs> actually being swallowed. Out like a lozenge for a minute to get that blood out? So no, I, no, no. If I, you got a pretty, no, he's right. If you got a pretty normal just size. it down the throat like a duck? Yeah. There's no way. He's right. She would choke herself to death. Then you could put your fingers in, pull the dick back out. You're good And mind. restore it. Yeah. So I just got to sit there and watch her die you're, you're, on my dick? Yeah, whatever. But she yeah. just bit off while I, mean, I bleed that's on out? Her. She I mean, fucking you clearly don't have feelings for her anymore. Yeah. Oh, I no, mean, I'm still madly in love with her. Once <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> someone matter. bites your dick off, it's over. Oh, I've man. always said that. Harry Dane's fantasy about his ex biting his dick off is so weird. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, listen, we got to cover a couple dick stories. If you tune back in next week, and I understand if you well, don't. finish all this dick. <laughs> finish, finish your dick or you don't get any dessert. We'll be back to all that news coverage that you know and love. Thanks for tuning in for Run Your Mouth. Whatever you got to plug, you got two weeks left um, of uh, uh, hammer fisting before you know, he's permanently Radio, fired. Still, we're going to exist forever. Okay, High Society Radio and Anaconda Dick Comics. Snake Dick, Legend of the Man. Oh, Christ Thank almighty, you. how drunk are you? <laughs> uh, Believe You Me podcast every Monday on the Gas Digital Network, 3.30 p.m. Eastern. Tune that in to That is not... Nope, I just want to promote that I have something to do with that show. I, um, I understand that that's what you're going for. Uh, Mike is very important, and he eats great pussy, so hit him up. Yeah. He's that's my new there. Twitter bio. <laughs> He's getting in there like a poke bowl. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Any, any anyone got anything else? No. Yeah, like I said, check out that fight companion we did. It was fucking. It was a oh, lot yeah, of fun. That was a lot of fun. Really fun. If we you enjoyed this, you will love that, well, and yeah. uh, we got to do more of them. I'll, I'm game for it. I All right. So. Thanks for uh, thanks for listening. Have a good night, everybody. Later. Peace. <laughs>